thank God. I'm there getting excited, being very, very blessed. I don't want him to stop. We thank God. Um, yeah, God will honor this session again. He will answer inquiries of your heart. He will he'll meet you at the point of your need. Well, he's a good, good God. He's a good Father. Father, we come as your children again before your holy presence and we, we look to you, O oh God, for, for help in our time of need. Father, we look to you, O oh God, that you will give us everything that we need for life and godliness, that we may prosper inside of you. We hallow your name in this place. We recognize your, the enablement, O oh God, of your Holy Spirit and the ministering spirits that you have sent to help us. Father God, as we meet here, help us to increase ever the more and to leave, O oh God, enriched. Leave, O oh God, enabled to do your will and to give you pleasure. In the name of your Son, Jesus, Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Jeff, I was blessed. I was blessed. And I'm sure, um, I'm sure you, together with the other pastors, can ably take this session. But God probably, per adventure, just wants Sister Kenya and myself just to, to show it from a different angle. I don't know. I'll to give your pastors rest. Uh, so we will try to fill the void. But in terms of the grace upon the house, if you had any spiritual sense, any spiritual sense, God just mightily gave uh, give give help in, in 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 that that Pastor Jeff just administered to us. So thank you, sir. Thank you for yielding. Thank you for yielding. Thank you for staying in your spiritual lane. Thank you for operating with with great reverence to the Father and that which He has um, and require out of your hand. Amen. Um, so, by God's grace, we will try to unpack some of the things Pastor Jeff said, but I'm in full agreement and support of everything I just heard. Amen. Full agreement and in full support. Um, Sister Kadian, probably Pastor Gabriel, and some of the other pastors will help us um, just amplify some of this. And I think there's a break, and later on there'll be question and answers. All right, question and answers is where we where we try to untangle thoughts. Yeah, there are thoughts that become entangled in our minds. So we we, we have opportunity where you you ask questions, and by God's grace, we can untangle thoughts, and things can be seen very clearly. All right. But Pastor Jeff said some things and I'll just go them over. Um, this season of singlehood, and as he finished there in 1 Corinthians 7, is a season where we, where we can give to God a sacrifice that is very difficult to give in other seasons. Amen? The way we can lay our souls before the Lord as a sacrifice. He spoke about it in terms of building. Um, and a season of laying a foundation. That season of laying your soul as a, fun, um, as a foundation for something to be built upon could seem as folly, especially if other neighbors have already started erecting structures at your left and your right. You are still clearing ground and digging going down. It seems ludicrous. Amen? It seems ludicrous. But let's build on that analogy. As you said, it's very difficult to retro-engineer a foundation into a building. Don't even think weight of upward building. Even 
Let me bring it to a very simple level. Even sewer. So in that season, you know, Reverend Helen often talks about offense and forgiveness and stuff. You don't do that in a season that she talked about. Remember she talks about being a young lawyer and different situations. Or Baba Hagen talks about being a young minister and different seasons. You don't do that then. When you have 10 floors and all of them have toilets and they're defecating, it is difficult for them to pass seamlessly through you and go to the sewer pit. They will clog in your heart. So this season of singlehood is a season where God, by his grace, allows you time for the infrastructure that will last in the life to come. Now some people say, but you're wasting your time. There are generations who could build upon your foundation. But you don't build a good foundation, they will tear everything that you have built down so that they have to build again. Amen? So sometimes you never find you could have the glory. But that is why Hebrews 11 was written. That they without us can't, we are building on their foundation. We are building on their sacrifice, the laying of their lives down not loving their lives even to the death. Amen? But if you exalt yourself in a season, if you make the years of your life only about the glory that you can attract from shining in the eyes of men, you will fail. You will be found wanting. Um... Pastor Jeff said some, some people's faces weren't too happy yesterday. I know, I know what it is. Um, please know, we were there. <laughs> All right, but um, just before Sister Kadian comes, Sister, I'll let Sister Kadian start before myself. We'll just use, you know, when we read 1 Corinthians 17, 1 Corinthians 7, or we go to Thessalonians, possess your, your vessel in sanctification. Everybody say they have come again. Please, I want you to. I want you to not hear singleness as or a message, a season, um, this session, the honor of singlehood. Do not hear it as help to traverse the pull of fornication. That is very simplistic. Yeah? When we're talking about the honor of singlehood, it is not help to traverse the years and not give in to fornication. I hope you're hearing me. There are, there are, there are mansions in my father's house. There are what? There are mansions in my father's house. Let's use an analogy. I think, who was it yesterday? Um, was it Pastor K? yesterday or day before. Who was talking about the market? Was it Pastor K? Or pa Pastor K. And he said, um, he said, you are not just learning this thing to collect your 25 pounds change. That nobody takes you for a fool in the market. Amen? And he went further and he said, look, there may be, you may be called to be an administrator, a governor, a chief civil servant. But I want to make it more local. 
Liken fornication unto correct, collecting your proper change. Amen? That's one dimension that in this singlehood you are to master. But right in that market, be it K2 market, Balogan market, I don't know many markets in Nigeria. Amen? But in that market, while you're collecting your change, there is somebody in that motorway that passes right around. Use the calculus maths to make sure that the bus that suspended you to bring you there arrives safely and stops when it's supposed to stop. That that infrastructure stays where it's supposed to be. That the drainage in that market and the, the, the covering stays where they are. That the plastic bowl holds your produce and it doesn't tear. All those are calculations made by the people who you are thinking, what good is this maths to me anyway? So when you have an Esau mentality, what good is singing this to me? I just want to get married. You are asking for a morsel of bread. You will gain a spouse but lose life. You will lose access into the life that is inside of God. Amen? So singlehood is not a season of waiting for the pleasures of marriage. As I just read there, single, singlehood is a season where you have the ability without excuse by pure access to the Holy Ghost to accelerate into the season of eldership. Now, there are giftings in the body but we are all called to be elders at the end of our days. After singlehood, everybody is supposed to be an elder. What is an elder? Mastery of the things of the spirit. That's what it is. Whether you have spouse or don't have spouse, whether your spouse is deceased or they are alive, we are all called to exercise mastery in the things of the spirit. And in this singlehood era of your life, is the age where you are no longer trained, but you are to learn God and follow God yourself. Amen? They don't wake you up for devotions. Let's bring another local example just before I conclude. Pastor Jeff could easily skip and say, oh, I met a Alex, I wouldn't call his last name, but Pastor Bukumi was there with Ipeg University of Manitoba. And you kind of imagine, you're imagining a lot, not so. But those responses that he made to God makes him able to keep his soul watered before the throne but also fetch water for you. If he, didn't, if he was not faithful in that season, if God didn't send help or he didn't honor the help that God sent to him, He could not fetch water for his own soul, but yet also refresh you. Amen? So sometimes we race to marriage and we think after we let's learn together. <laughs> Imagine a pastor trying to learn Christ only after he has the congregation. You will say, your head is not correct. Not so. But a lot of us try to learn to love God after we have taken all the cares, give me first wife. Give me first job. Give me first profile. Give me first this. 
and then I will serve you. You can't retro-engineer after that stage. Oh. Pastor Jeff described it as being worldly. That's what Corinthians says. It does not mean that those things aren't legit. Loving a spouse. Not so. Being faithful in a job. But you can't you can't put the cake in the oven and forget that I didn't put cinnamon inside of it and take it out. And <laughs> it doesn't blend into the cake the same way. You can't mix it in water and dilute it and pour it on the hot cake when it comes out. It, if it is not done at the stage it was supposed to be done, you cannot retro-engineer. You do not have a cinnamon roll. Amen. So God is granting us help in this season to totally be given and allow our souls to learn mastery in the things of the Spirit. Amen? That we may please God. So please, I ask you, um, and Sister Kadian, come on, and what Pastor Jeff just said, lift your gaze beyond fornication. Lift your, your gaze beyond possessing your temple in honor, yeah? There is something more God wants to bring to us. Silence the thought that says, good for Pastor Hans, he's married 20-something years. Look at the beautiful wife sits next to his side. His portion has already been sorted. I, have to, I had to sit in that same seat you are sitting in. I remember the days. I know it's going to be hard for you to believe. They tried to show me ladies more beautiful than Sister Kadian in the flesh. They showed me people more anointed. They showed me people more academic. I don't mean it bad against Sister Kadian. Please understand. And when I left the Caribbean, we were studying together and I left to come to the UK just before her. Even in that season, ah, they opened up my eyes to possibilities, Pastor Jeff. I would have been a wretched man. My soul would have not found this part had I acted upon any of those decisions. Amen? And that was help sent for me with the people that God placed around me that made me be able to I didn't even understand why I was taking some of the decisions I took Pastor Jeff but I now see that my soul is preserved my soul has been helped because of what God has added and there were things that I needed to focus on then you talked about learning the scripture I remember days Remember that little blue Bible at eight years of age when I got gave my life to Christ? And there was just a focus. Learn the scripture. Spend time with the word. You see, you don't want experiences to be the corridors through which your thoughts flow. Your thoughts must flow through the corridors of scripture, the word of God. But you allow years to pass and experiences to build. Don't care. Water will flow. You see sometimes they build drains. 
in Nigeria. Let us use Nigeria as an example. But it could be any place. You don't put the infrastructure in at the time it's supposed to come in. Don't care where you put it. The water wouldn't flow there. It flows. It finds its natural path. It could be through this one backyard, come out on this road, across that bridge. You understand? You cannot retro-engineer those things. Those things need to be done at certain times for order to be maintained. So scripture is something that you need to give yourself in this time to. One more practical example before I invite Sister Kedian up. Don't say you don't have time. Don't say you don't have time. Can I be practical? Let me see anybody who sometimes goes to Netflix and you, there's nothing to watch. You, you have exhausted it. You have exhausted the series. Not so. This same COVID through which we were learning scripture and learning to pray and learning to honor God also caused some of us to exhaust Netflix. Where's the next one? Prime, Amazon. You have exhausted it. If you calculate the hours that you have given to some series, and you gave that time, let's not even make it spiritual, to learn a language, you will be multilingual today. That small COVID season would have made you multilingual. I don't want to attack my ladies, I'll attack my men, even some of my men. The season we give to exercises, when we realize that this body responds, my body stopped responding to the exercise. I don't see the immediate gain. But sometimes the time we give to the exercising of the body, or the excuses we use, we don't have time, and the time we give, just to ensuring, I have a daughter now, she puts, she, what's the different thing she uses? concealer, the this, the that, the things that goes on the face before she steps out. If those times are given in the season of singlehood to spending time with the word or in prayer, the foundation that will be built within. So, as Sister Kadian comes, don't think uh, she's, this is what is added by years. This is what needs to be added in this season of your life. Redeem the time. Pastor Jeff, you read that scripture, Ecclesiastes 12. In the days of thy youth, there are things that you need to give yourself to. They provide a help for you in time to come. Okay? And please, this, on, this mastery is not that you be a good spouse. It is not that you be a good pastor. It's that you be a vessel of honor unto God. That can express itself in a home. That can express itself in a spiritual community. But it must be a vessel of honor unto whom? Unto God. And that must be the focus. We lose that focus. We miss our way. Amen? So ask God to help your mind. Lift it from the narrow corridors 
of entering marriage. Lifted from the narrow corridors of passage of time. And, and God will help us. Okay? So we'll have some fun today. We'll talk at a real level. I want you to ask us real questions. I want to expose all my words and all. Amen? For too long we have looked at the shame of men in the Bible. Not so. We could call their transgressions. Amen? My transgressions will be added among them. Amen? But I know they will pale in significance to the glory of God. Amen? There is no failure of mine that can opaque the glory of God, of what he's doing in my life. Therefore, there is none in your life as well that could cause you to fall short of giving God the glory. Go back to the scripture. Everybody there that we herald. It says, this Mary, the sister of Lazarus, this one, was the one who they called the sinner that washed his feet and anointed it with oil. Ointment. Amen? So I don't want you to sit there and think, maybe they, Pastor Jeff from Young, he was ministering from Psalms. He's two sermons he gave. He probably didn't transgress in this way or that way. He probably didn't have this abuse done to him, whatever the case is, and therefore he's okay. Please, there is nothing. There is nothing. There is no havoc that the enemy could wrought in your soul that God cannot deal with and make you a vessel of honor. I need you to believe that. We don't even understand sin and transgression. Those sins of the flesh are small matters. There are other high sins that they want to deliver us from. They are called iniquity. Amen? So God is going to help us today. In Jesus' name. Let's welcome Sister Kadian. She comes forth.